Mix Hits Wednesday, February 23rd, 2022. Coming up on the program today, tasting sperm while getting shrimped. Plus, how a game show puzzle predicted a life of pedophilia for one contestant. Thai food that will fuck you up. And why cooking steak for yourself is for beta cuck losers. All this coming up today. Distorted View Daily proudly presents a fat white girl crying about something. I don't want any more people to die. Like, it's not even fair, bro. It's not even fair. I just lost a neighbor on my old block, apparently. And uh, I can't take it anymore. I don't want any more to die. <laughs> Why? He was such a good person. He helped me out. He told me to always keep my head up. He was such a caring man. I don't want anyone more to die. Uh, I don't even know if his funeral was already blazed. I heard it for this morning my friend. I don't want anyone more to die. Uh, please don't die. I can't take it. I hope it's worse than people die every day. Three friends of mine have died. And I can't take it. I'm gonna lose my mind today. Welcome to 1 800 Asshole. I'm a mommy! I'm a mommy! The guy, he's in the dirty underwear or something. I don't know. He's sniffing. It's just a fun thing. Yes, Tim Benson back here with you for the Wednesday show. Got a, a great program. I have to apologize if you're Sideshow Freaks. Yesterday's episode was um, a bit of a disaster at first. You were listening about halfway through. It sounded like this. New story. Thankfully, Julie messaged me. Usually, I'm on top of anything. Yeah, it starts like stuttering. And then when it finally fixes itself, it's just loud background music. So if you are a big fan of the Distorted View music beds, well, you are in for a real treat. Hope you all rocked out with your cocks out. Unfortunately, most of my listeners went deaf. And we were just talking about the importance of hearing when it comes to podcasts. Now, uh, loud background music has been a problem a few times in the past uh, on on the show. And usually it's my fault. You know, I got to set all these levels and sometimes my finger slips. And, you know, when you do a show day in and day out, yeah, you, you go through and you review the end product But, uh, you know, this motherfucker's like a machine. And I'm like, I'm a professional. I've done this thousands of times. I know exactly what I'm doing. I can just sort of skim through the show a little bit. It sounds okay. Boom, post it. I don't always uh, listen to every second of the episode because, uh, God, I got to live with this voice 24 hours a day. Now I got to listen back to everything I said, too. It's exhausting. So this morning I was out of the house and I get a message and it's like, hey, your show's fucked up. And I'm like, God damn it. I never get these messages when I'm just like right in front of the computer. I'm always at like the dentist, 
or getting my tits redone or something. So now I'm like super anxious. It's like, you know, if you're like a parent of a kid who lives in a different state or something and you get a phone call that they've been in a horrible accident and it's like, you can't do anything about it because you're so far away. That's exactly how I felt. Distorted views my baby and it's been in an accident. It's actually worse than that because I caused the accident. So it would be like if you received a phone call from the police saying, hey, remember how a few hours ago you flew to California and then went on a hit and run rampage? Well, one of the cars that you hit had your child in it and they're severely injured. I don't know. This analogy is falling apart. Anyway, I get home and uh, everything looks fine in my little project file. I did not fuck up. My software program screwed up. I don't know what the hell was going on. I posted a video on Twitter. You can see it was, it's like uh, possessed. And that's, that's, I love when old people say that about their computer. Because, you know, it's always their fault. They just don't know how to use the fucking thing. And you, I don't know what's going on. My computer's possessed. Like, no, Mima, you got the cap locks on. The devil is not in the machine. Anyway, it took a long time, but I, I got the problem situated and uh, the show has been reposted. It's a real good one, by the way. Just some f- fantastic audio for my uh, paying sideshow freaks. Check that out over there at superfreaksideshow.com. If you started to listen to the program and I blew out your eardrums, give it another shot now. I popped in the Discord because I'm always looking for uh, content, seeing what you freaks have found. And uh, Tylersaurus Rex dug up uh, an old video that I featured on the podcast, I think back in like 2006 or 2007. It was, you know, it's like in 240p video. We're now up to like uh, 2000p or something. Plus, even when it's in 240p, when you uploaded it onto YouTube back in 2006, it was like super compressed. So it's all blocky and shitty. The video I'm talking about is a short film called Karate Ruler, a movie written by and performed by the mentally handicapped. I consider this a piece of distorted view history. So I set out in search of a better quality version of this movie. After an exhaustive search, I did find uh, I did find one and it was still not great. So I used uh, this program I have called Topaz Video Enhance and I used artificial intelligence to upscale to 1080p. It looks fantastic. I re-uploaded the video on Vimeo and I've embedded it into the show notes today so you can watch this 15-minute short film that, uh, in my opinion, is a masterpiece. Even though, like I mentioned, we discussed this back in 2006 or 2007, it's been so long, most of you don't know what the hell I'm going on about here. It's new to the majority of the freaks. And really, the internet at large has not caught on to the magnificence of Karate Ruler. It was uploaded at least 15 years ago and has only received about 26,000 views. Compare that to a video I uploaded 15 years ago, Nambla's Pretty Woman. Even that has more. That's got like 37,000 views. So in the battle of the short films created by the mentally handicapped, I win. I've got the retardedest movie of all. The premise is that Earth has become a bit of a utopia, a paradise. There's only one country. It's called Heavenly. And the ruler of Heavenly is uh, the benevolent J.J. Houdini. By the way, I'm pretty sure this is what Alex Jones has been warning us for years. This is the New World Order, right? 
globalism, one country, supreme ruler, RF chips, all the frogs are gay, all the people have special needs. This is the world Democrats want. DeSantis 2024. Woo! All right, here's a little bit from uh, the introduction of Karate Ruler. JJ is a fair, kind, smart, yet powerful leader who treats everybody equally and fairly. All the Earth's people have become friends. There have been no wars since the year 2514 noticed how important friendship is to the mentally handicapped it's always like you're my friend i love my friends everyone on earth is friends in the future it's kind of sweet but i don't want to be friends with everyone well all the good times are about to come to an end all this is about to come to an end yeah i just kind of said that so the film really opens up with a couple people uh walking up to jj houdini who's like standing on a tree stump Typical world leader shit. He's in his cape, smiling. Your highest one! Your highest one! Hey, dude, what's cooking, dudes? <laughs> tell him! Tell him! Your highest one, you like have a message from another planet. Message? Message. Wait, dude, check this out. Yeah, JJ Houdini doesn't care that there's an incoming transmission from another planet. What he wants these people to check out is him posing with his cape. Guys, I don't know how the planet Heavenly is thriving with this guy as the leader. Isn't this totally cool? He wants a statue made up himself. Oh, so that's why he's standing on the stump posing. He wants a statue. He wants to be immortalized with a statue. Wow, so in addition to our world leader being a big fat buffoon, he's also vain, a narcissist. I'm so glad I won't be around for this future. He wants a statue made up himself. Why hasn't anyone made a statue of me? You have to do something before they make you a statue. Well, to defend J.J. Houdini for just a second here, he seems like an idiot, but... He is the world leader. He brought everyone together. That should be enough for a statue. Also, if you are the supreme leader, just command people to construct a statue of you. I mean, you can't be expected for them to do it on their own, ungrateful assholes. Snap your finger. Make it happen, world leader. Good God. My darling husband. By the way, that word was husband. I guess this is Houdini's wife. My darling husband. You haven't done anything. You bitch! Everything you have is thanks to J.J. Houdini. The roof over your head. The fact you're the queen of the world. A little gratitude would be nice, cunt. You're right again, my beautiful wife, babe. Excuse me, your highest one. This message... It seems very urgent. Uh, our fearless leader here checks out the uh, the message. By the way, Karate Ruler was filmed in 1999, hence the dial-up modem sounds. I am Natas. Okay, well, he's obviously the bad guy because Natas is Satan backwards. Whoa! An angry dude! 
eye to behold. Well, these guys got started off on the wrong foot, and it uh, just goes downhill from there. Natas and his crew from whatever planet they're from, Ulvadan, they declare war with Earth. Hey, comrade dudes and beautiful wife, babe. War has been declared on our planet Earth's heavenly. My God, this is exactly what's going down between Russia and Ukraine. The future karate ruler has predicted is coming true. Uh-uh, that doesn't sound good to me. I said, we will never surrender. J.J. Houdini gets right to work, and he's like, hey, Winky-Doo, go find out some secret intelligence. Jojo Jumpin' Jacks, I want you to train our military force. Oh, darling, heaven. There's that nagging wife again. Maybe it would be proper if you contact Dooby-Doo. Dooby-Doo, the most knowledgeable one. An excellent idea. He will give me guidance. Good job, excellent wife, babe. Apparently, they don't even have to go anywhere to talk to Dooby-Doo. You just say his name like seven times. Dooby-Doo! Dooby-Doo! <laughs> I'm, pr- I'm pretty sure that's just like the Windows 98 login sound. <laughs> Dooby-Doo, the most knowledgeable one. Huh? So give me some alignment. The real battle is within yourself. After that piece of wisdom, J.J. Houdini uh, calls up the aliens again. Hey, dude, I challenge you to a fight. One-on-one, mano-a-mano, to settle the whole war. Whatever, whatever. Now, if there's one thing I know about the mentally handicapped, they all love WWE wrestling. And that's the style of fighting that J.J. Houdini chooses. Hello, fight fans. This is Spencer Michael welcoming you to the fight of the millennium. Now, if you listen closely in the background, you can hear like a chicken or something. (laughs) Some bird. Fans, this is Spencer Michael welcoming you. That's actually J.J. Houdini. That's how he fights. The fight of the millennium, which is about to get underway. He's kind of doing karate moves. He also kind of looks like a stripper because he's doused in glitter. I'm going to try to isolate a few seconds of this and make it today's featured image. You know, an animated gif. There's some fighting that goes down. However, uh, at the last second, so Natas, or Satan, uh, has got our fearless leader uh, picked up by his neck. He's dangling. But then it looks like J.J. Houdini either blows on him or, uh, like, blows a kiss or something. And there he is. And then um, Natas goes down, ending the war. Heavenly Earth, victorious. Well, this is the end of our tale. And J.J. got his statue. And that's really the important thing here. Not that Earth and all 8 billion of its inhabitants were saved. J.J. Houdini got his statue. That is Karate Ruler in a nutshell, but there are so many great little gems you should uh, check out for yourself. Again, I have embedded this video in the show notes today. It's only 15 minutes long. I love that masterpiece. Let's move on now to some brand new audio. These people also have brains that aren't working correctly. First up, a a young black woman who is demanding reparations or else. White people. That's me. 
What can I do for you, honey? Y'all need to sue the government. They owe us, black people, reparations. I don't want to be a negative Nancy here, but I think uh, some black people think, you know, if reparations was going to happen, there would be some uh, windfall for them. Like the government's going to write them a check for a million dollars or something. No. If anything, you're going to get like a tax credit, right? Oh, you get $100 off your tax bill every year. It's not whatever reparation you think is going to happen. It's not. It's not going to be satisfying. Later in the video, she says, uh, you know how bad it was when white people were fighting white people? You know, like when uh, people stormed the Capitol building? That's nothing compared to what uh, what's going to happen if they don't get their reparations. Remember when y'all stormed in that Capitol and y'all was angry and y'all defecated all over the different offices and stuff in there? Remember when y'all killed that lady? Remember that? This is bigger than that because in the next 50 years or so, black people is going to be beating your goddamn asses every fucking where. You don't want that. And the government owes you because the government, they're the ones who owe the black people reparations. If we don't get our reparations soon, it's going to be bad. We're done talking about what happened. We all know what happened. Oh, she's saying the government owes white people. This is really going to help white people out. If the government plays, uh, pays black people, black people will stop beating our asses. Kind of sounds like a good deal, right? I would like it if uh, black people or whatever group is um, going to spearhead this or multiple groups or whatever. I want them to come up with a number. I would like to know what, like, what, how much do they want in reparations? I mean, they probably deserve something, right? Their great, great, great whatever was was a slave. They should get something. Why not? We're brought here and they didn't didn't want to come. Get us our runners, our money. Run us. Sounds like Run us our money. they're really thinking it's going to be a lot, though. Run us our money because in a minute, it's going to be very bad. It's going to be very bad. And I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen to you, white people. Sounds like black people are giving us 50 years and chances are I'll be dead by then. So this really doesn't affect me. I don't know what's going to happen to you. We're, we're running out of time. This video was labeled white people PSA. with the reparations thing i definitely think uh threatening white people with violence is the way to go that is how you get shit done moving on i would like to introduce you to andrew tate he's like an ex-kickboxer who now runs hustler university no not hustler the porn magazine he calls hustler university the best university to make money Taught by millionaires with daily lessons. Learn every proven method of making money from crypto trading, freelancing, e-com, and much more. To really get the full Andrew Tate experience, though, I'm going to play a short clip from uh, one of his recent videos on his Tate Speech channel. This should not only motivate you, but if you're looking to become rich, there is an amazing trick contained within this clip. Take a listen. I'm going to sit down. I'm going to do with my Tate speeches. And he was telling me, oh, yeah, Tate, I want to be rich, blah, blah, blah. Oh, yeah, he's talking about how he visited a friend who wants to be rich. Like every dude says, yeah, I'd love to live, you know, your life, driving the cars, blah, blah, blah. I'm at the guy's house. I've actually known him for a long time. I've known him since school. And we're sitting there chilling. And I was there for about six hours. And he's like, yeah, it'd be nice one day. Anyway, I'm hungry. You want something to eat? I was like, no, I'm fine, bro. So he gets his ass up. 
He's a full-grown man. And he starts to cook himself something to eat. Now, I know you amateurs. As an amateur, you think, what's the problem? You're at your friend's house making himself some food. But amateurs don't understand the world because amateurs do not analyze the world. As a professional, which is what I am, I was analyzing the actions of said individual and I completely understood why he will remain poor for eternity. You're sitting here telling me you're upset that you're broke and you're gonna spend time. And everybody knows the age old adage, time is what? Money. Money, that's right, time is money. You're gonna spend time preparing food Yes, only poor people, poor losers make their own food. Now, actually think about this for a second. If you're broke, if you're not a millionaire, the last thing you should be doing with your time is cooking. <laughs> if you're not a millionaire, you have no business in the kitchen. I can't think of a lower ROI activity than walking to the fridge, getting out some ingredients. Ooh, an onion. Well, let me get the onion. I'm gonna start cooking. Fridge, ooh, onion and some lettuce. Cooking is like one of the highest returns on investments because it's cheaper than going out to eat. Also, the investment is not dying, nourishing your body, <laughs> you know? This is the, plus, what was this guy doing before he was cooking? He was just talking to you for six hours. Talk about a waste of time. In my mind, now he's multitasking while you just sit there. Now, get my Get my knife, cut my onion, start to cut my onion. You're broke! You're fucking poor! You can order, you can get rotisserie chicken for five bucks. Boom! That's true. Costco rotisserie chicken. Best deal in the nation. Chicken, bang, eat, bang, back to work. You can fucking do a million things. You can go for a run, you can get in shape. The time you spent cooking, if you dedicated to kickboxing, you could have got paid from kickboxing or piano. I'm sorry, what the fuck just happened to his voice? He just he just switched into some sort of accent. The time you spent cooking, if you dedicated to kickboxing, you could have got paid. Kickboxing? I bet you he's British and he's trying to hide his accent. Cause you know, British people sound like weenies. If you don't want to go out and purchase food for whatever reason, there are options, and Andrew Tate's going to help you with that. Or instruct a female to provide sustenance. <laughs> cook. Bitch, cook. Oh, if only that were an option for me. And get back to World Congress. You have better things to do. My favorite part is uh, later on in the video, he starts bragging about what a real man is. A real man doesn't cook his own steak. A real man is uh, a kickboxing champion with sports cars and bitches. Yeah, you know what? A real man cooks a real steak. You know, when I cook my steak, I do it like a real man do You know what a real man does? A real man gets in the cage. A real man becomes a four-time kickboxing world champion. A real man has $13 million. A real man has 17 supercars. A real man has a property portfolio. A real man has the police chief of the city he lives in on fucking speed dial. That's what a real man does. A real man doesn't sit in his fucking broke-ass house with his ugly-ass wife cooking steak. That's bullshit. You think you're a real man because you managed to cook a steak. That is a cop-out. That is the ultimate symbol of failure. I warm up ramen noodles in the microwave. It takes four minutes. Why am I not a millionaire? I don't waste my time cutting onions, making steak and shit. Do you know how I cook a steak as a real man? I instruct one of my seven girlfriends. Me, now. Boom. It turns off perfect. Tabasco on the side. 
Nice glass of ice water. I ain't gonna do shit. Tabasco sauce, ice water. This man is so weird. Is that a thing you eat with steak Tabasco sauce? I don't know. I'm fascinated with this guy, Andrew Tate. I think I'm going to sign up for Hustler University. He could give me the skills I need to become a world-class millionaire pussy slayer. Take me under your wing, Mr. Tate. Mold me. I am your clay. All right. uh, Real quick, before we get into the news, I got to mention Miss May. She messaged me and uh, let me know about a, uh, a tape she found. This was a demo. What is a demo? It's a recording, Libby. This was this was a demo. I'm sorry. This is this was <laughs> put on the recording of the Manhattan transfer. All right. Uh, so this is a demo for a, a rock band. This was sent out to you know music labels. They were trying to get signed. Whoever was reviewing this tape wrote in big letters "pass" on it. They did not enjoy the work of punching the clown. That's the name of the band. Uh, Now, there are several songs on this cassette tape, the best being Don't Come In Me. Here's a little bit of that masterpiece. Take my calls from my room full of dirty clothes and animation videos. I can taste your sperm inside my mouth as you suck on my pinky toes. Not exactly a radio-friendly song. It's an odd line to be delivered by a guy. Is this like a queer band or something? Uh, They apparently recorded this in 1994. I think I want to hear more. Oh, I'm sorry. This song is called Coffee and Cream. Well, what the hell is Don't Come In Me? See if I can find that one here. God, this is awful. Yeah, that's Don't Come In Me. Other songs include uh, Silver and Fishy Smile. So there you go. A 1990s era Linda Finkel Hall of Fame nominee. Let's listen to their best line one more time. I can taste your sperm inside my mouth as you suck on my pinky toes. Cool. And with that, let's get into the crazy bizarre twist. And I fucked up news right now. member of the Distorted View Sideshow, what are you waiting for? Help support this stupidity. Become a true and honorable freak today. When you sign up, you will gain access to exclusive shows we do throughout the week, typically on Tuesday and Thursday. Yesterday, we did a Sideshow exclusive podcast, and it is now sounding great, by the way. Tomorrow, we'll be doing another Sideshow exclusive program. If you want to sign up and you use Apple Podcast, you can subscribe right in the app. Same deal with Spotify. Just a couple of taps and boom, you're in. Listening to Sideshow exclusive material. Pretty fucking cool if you ask me. Uh, of course, we've got superfreaksideshow.com where you can sign up. All major credit cards and PayPal accepted. Go that route. If you use a uh, you know different podcasting app, you'll get an RSS feed that's password protected with your username and password. All the instructions are up over there at superfreaksideshow.com. Check it out. Uh, again, all major credit cards and PayPal accepted. 
Memberships are very inexpensive, and this is the way Distorted View Daily is able to continue doing whatever it is we do. So thank you to all of my Sideshow members. You are the reason this show continues. Uh, don't forget, we also have a Patreon account, patreon.com slash distortedview. You can pledge as little as a dollar over there. If you pledge $5, you get access to a special voicemail line where I will play your calls first. Okay, three very quick stories now. First up, a former Countdown winner. Uh, that is a British game show. He went viral several years ago because um, during the game show, he was, uh, I guess one of the games is uh, you're presented with a bunch of different letters and you got to use those letters to form words or something. The letters he was given uh, spell out pedo. P-A-E-D-O. You know, the British way of spelling pedo. Oh, British people had a good laugh over that. Apparently, though, the random letters were a bit prophetic. Yes, a former countdown winner pictured with a selection of letters that spelled out pedo has been jailed for... (laughs) Does anyone want to take a guess? Yes, discussing rape and the murder of a young child. Craig Chittenden, 33, told other pedophiles that he would like to abduct and abuse little children and persuade a woman in America to sexually abuse her daughter as he watched for his own twisted pleasure. The pervert was caught after he arranged a visit to the south of England to sexually abuse a 10-year-old girl, having planned the trip with the man that he believed was her father. I mean, in this case, it would be her pimp father and pimp. Uh, It was, in fact, an undercover police officer, and Chittenden of Hall Lane Estate, Willington, was promptly arrested. Prosecuting Jane Waugh said uh, Chittenden shared 24 indecent images of children during a conversation with another pedophile in February of 2020. When did this guy appear on the game show? Looks like 2010. I mean, just to give you an idea, if, if something similar were to happen here in the United States, it would probably be on Wheel of Fortune. And it would be a guy guessing that one of the puzzles is, I'm going to kidnap and rape your daughter. No, sir, that is not the answer to the puzzle. It's a hard day's night. The clue is Beatles song. How did you get kidnap and rape your child? Never mind. All right. uh, The defendant wrote, if I kidnap, we can't risk DNA or talking and killing will have to be done. He further stated that he would like the child to be three or four years old. He's pretty picky when it comes to this shit. He wrote, uh, we'll probably only keep her for a day, Max. A few rapes and then end it. Smothering, maybe. Holy shit. The discussion then switched to how to get rid of the body. And again, it was all text messages and email to make it real easy for authorities. Kind of a open and shut case. Ms. Waugh said when Chittenden was arrested and interviewed by detectives, he dismissed the deeply disturbing discussions as fantasy. He said he had no sexual interest in children, but admitted being sexually aroused by the images. It's not that it's an underage pussy. It's just, you know, it, any pussy's going to get me hard. Please don't isolate that audio. That could be very bad for me. It's not that it's an underage pussy. It's just, you know, it, any pussy's going to get me hard. Yeah, like that. In a second interview, he said he could not remember the chat about the abuse, torture, and murder of a child, but uh, he did not dispute it. It probably happened. It sounds like something I would say. Uh, When police visited his home, they found almost a thousand indecent images and over four hours worth of video footage featuring children as young as two being raped by adults, as well as extreme animal pornography with horses, dogs, and cats. 
I have noticed that that is a thing. There's a correlation between child porn and, uh, you know, animal porn. Why is that? You just like anything that's fucking disturbing? He also said uh, they plan to visit uh, the south of England to abuse a child. Uh, he said that was fantasy and that he had fallen down a rabbit hole into new areas. <laughs> I was just surfing around the internet. Took a few wrong clicks to the pedophile area of the internet. All right. Uh, the court heard he held online video chats with a woman in the United States who sexually abused her young daughter while Chittenden watched. Good news is that she has been jailed as well. As a 22-year-old student back in 2010, Chittenden appeared on the hit Channel 4 show Countdown and enjoyed a winning streak before he was beaten in the semifinal by a 15-year-old boy. Maybe that had something to do with it. He never got over that loss of that young 15-year-old boy. Kids are the problem. They're always the problem. They must be punished with my dick. Also, please don't isolate that audio either. Kids are the problem. They're always the problem. They must be punished with my dick. See, I tell you not to isolate the audio, uh, but then I do the work for you. Not doing myself any favors here. Chittenden was given an extended prison sentence of 12 years and told he will serve at least eight years in prison before a parole hearing will determine whether he should be released into the community to serve the remainder on license. The judge said there was a clear interest in sadistic torture, extreme violence, and sexual offenses towards children. You remained emotionless and detached. Yeah, because he's a, he's a psychopath. The judge ended by saying, uh, in my view, you are a dangerous offender. Oh. All right, uh, second story we have for you today. A Las Vegas woman says a restaurant drugged her food with THC, the main psychoactive compound in marijuana. Did they charge her extra for it or something? Like, what is she complaining about? That is usually an add-on. Other people online say the same thing happened to them, and they'll be coming back for more. Their food is usually really tasty, and we've never had a problem before, said Samantha Diaz. But this was a problem. Diaz and her husband eat at the Secret of Siam, a Thai restaurant in northwest Las Vegas. Uh, they eat there often, but on a recent visit, something was off. I started to see rainbow-colored turtle dragons. My noodles began to talk to me. That typically doesn't happen at lunch. Diaz took a curry dish home and experienced symptoms when she ate it two days later. I was like, melting into my chair and I got all disoriented and heavy Diaz described. I thought what's happening here? It's pretty cool. I felt all funky dunky. But then the universe just made sense you know? And I found myself floating in the stars and Jesus flew past me on water skis. He water skied around Jupiter. Actually Diaz was scared. She thought she may have been having a stroke. I said to my husband, honey, I think I'm high. And he was like, get out of here. We haven't left the house in two days. <laughs> Where'd you get some good stuff at? Uh, it wasn't until Super Bowl Sunday that Diaz came across social media posts on Facebook and the Nextdoor app where people were sharing that they had the same experience. I said, honey, get down here. I didn't make it up, Diaz said. There were multiple reviews about tainted food on the restaurant's Yelp page, too, with some posting they went to the emergency room and tested positive for THC. Just last week, the health district gave Secret of Siam an A rating. A for awesome. The restaurant has been closed since Sunday. They're going to ride this 
bad press out, I guess. Uh, and the phone line has been disconnected. Diaz said she called the health district and filed the police report. As a cancer survivor taking medication, she's worried. Oh, pot's good for you, bitch. She said you can't drug people. If they choose to do it on their own, it's their business. But, you know, you can't mess with that stuff. I beg to differ. Las Vegas Metro Police said they're investigating the validity of the multiple reports uh, about the restaurant. So there you go. And finally today, freaks, a fisherman claims he was warned about uh, COVID-19 and World War III after he was abducted by aliens almost 50 years ago. And uh, I noticed this guy sort of sat on this information until the pandemic was pretty much over with. So thanks for the heads up there, dickwad. Calvin Parker said that he kept these visions to himself until recently when he decided to reveal his claims of abduction 50 years prior, as he now fears they're coming true. Better late than never, I guess. Uh, The 68-year-old said that he was fishing on the banks of a river in Mississippi with his friend Charlie, Charlie Hickson, you know him, uh, when they claimed that a UFO landed nearby. How much uh, had you drunk that day? Also... Did you eat any leftover Thai noodles from a shitty strip mall restaurant? Anyway, after he was abducted, uh, he said uh, he was shown terrible, terrible events from humanity's past, present, and future during his close encounter back in 1973. A 19-year-old at the time, uh, he claimed that they were grabbed by the strange creatures, which had lobster-like claws and carrot-like noses and ears. Lobster claws? You know, have you ever seen a fucking UFO in sci-fi films? They're very complicated, technologically advanced vehicles. You're going to need opposable thumbs to control those things. Can't operate a spaceship with a claw? None of this makes sense. Never in the history of sci-fi films or, like, accounts. Uh, you know, people saying they've been uh, abducted by UFOs. Have the, the, the aliens been drawn with lobster claw hands? This is a new one. Okay, that just blew me away. Referring to the pandemic as a plague, he added he was warned that it was coming. He said, uh, there's a plague going on now. Yes. Of course, there's always been some kind of plague since the beginning of time. But from what I saw, this one gets even worse. Great. It was caused by mankind, which is very bad because God is going to teach us a lesson. He's going to stay out of it before he finally steps back in. Mankind has lost faith and not willing to help others. This plague will kill millions, cause food shortages. I mean, dude, you're telling us everything that's already happened. Again, you're not so much Nostradamus as you are Nostradamus. I said, you're not so much Nostradamus as you are Nostradamus. Come on. Thank you. I guess that's all I get today. Uh, This is already going on, but it'll get worse. Family against family, friend against friend. He says people will fight and steal other things uh, people have just to survive. There will be a time when it will be impossible to trust anyone. By the way, the news posted a picture of what this guy looked like as a 19-year-old. He looks stoned out of his fucking Gord. I'll try to make his glazed over look uh, chapter artwork right now. All right. He also claimed that uh, the second vision was of a coming World War Three. He added, then there's going to be a great war that one side blames the other, which is pretty much like all wars. That's why there's war. In my vision, I have seen people's skin melt off their body. 
great. I don't know if it's nuclear war or not, but it puts nation against nation. There will not be a nation on Earth that is not touched by this war. He added that there would be food shortages and toxic land so bad, no more crops would grow after the war. On top of it all, in his supposed vision, uh, he claimed water supplies would be cut off too. Then, after all that suffering, humanity will finally turn a corner and everyone would come back together and begin to heal slowly but surely. And that's when all of the countries come together as one. We rename Earth Heavenly and the Supreme Karate Ruler watches over us for over 600 years. Oh my God, it's all true. It's going to happen. Hey dudes, what's up dudes? Welcome to the future, dudes. The man concluded, my personal opinion is that uh, the politicians are a bunch of idiots. They overlook what's best for our planet and the entire human race. I didn't come up with this on my own. This was not a figment of my imagination. I'm not crazy, I swear. Uh, This is what I saw, or I should say, uh, I was shown during my abduction experience. Please make up your own mind about this. The abduction experience was scary enough, but these visions scared me even more and still concern me today something to look forward to there uh there you go that my friends is your distorted news for wednesday let's do a couple voicemails and get the hell out of here love to hear from you freaks and there are many ways to contact the show show at distortedview.com i'm all over social media at distorted view on twitter and instagram facebook.com slash distorted view show don't forget we've got that great discord where all the freaks hang out i received an email from our very good friend mead skelton it was actually very nice. Mead heard the news about Love Lady Cat Lady and wanted to offer condolences. He says, hello, I'm so sorry to hear about the passing of Crazy Cat Lady. Well, it's Love Lady Cat Lady, but okay, whatever. I know how much a fan she was of my music, and she was a strong uh, devotee, I guess. Uh, whenever one of my fans dies, a piece of me dies with them. Well, there you go, freaks. I know how to kill Mead Skelton now. We just have to track down his fans and murder them all. Each time we kill one off, he'll get a little weaker. Anyway, uh, yes, he says a piece of me dies with them. Uh, she did such lovely artwork. That's right, Love Lady Cat Lady drew um, Mead Skelton. We uh, we featured that artwork before and actually sent it to Mead. I'm like, hey, Love Lady Cat Lady made this great uh, picture of you. Anyway, uh, she did such lovely artwork and I admired her talent. Her death really hit me hard. Uh, we never know when our number is up. I will always remember her fondly, and I know how much she adored me, making it about him, uh, and how much she was a supporter of my work. Yeah, she loved you, Mead. She loved your work. Uh, thanks and God bless, Mead. Well, thank you very much, Mead, for uh, writing in. Love Lady Cat Lady's death uh, affected us all. Still not happy about that whole situation. All right, uh, let's check in with some freaks. Do. Scumhook here, baby. Um, wanted to say there's been a, I guess, a silver lining to a shit-encrusted cloud of um, of new freaks into the Discord since the sad and untimely, but not particularly surprising passing of uh, what you call the other day, um, level eighty cat little lady. <laughs> something. Yeah, uh, yeah no, there's name. been a bunch of new freaks jump in to, um, you know, pay their respects, etc., etc. Oh, so it's been a, uh, a testament to how loved she was and all she is. And also, it made me think, well, after this dies down, who can we kill off next? Oh. Uh, I'm thinking I'd like to... Is it time for a Distorted View Daily Listener Death Pool? Wishful Thinking Edition? Or is it too soon? 
I don't think it's ever too soon, right? Who are we going to kill off next in the DV family? With Haley's comments name up there for of consideration. Of course, um, We'll probably get a bunch of people coming in going, yes, thank fuck that country's dead. This is brilliant. So uh, just food for thought. Hope it's not you know, too soon. Um, and also, um, yeah, uh, the concept of spousal rape, I don't think that exists. I think that's just something chicks made up to... Um, yeah. to uh, excuse themselves for making uh, poor life choices. But that, uh, that's just one little girl's opinion over here. All right. Scumhawk coming in hot with the opinion, rape doesn't really exist. It's all in women's fruity little minds. Stop filling your head with nonsense, women. Focus on the task at hand. Cooking my motherfucking steak. Right? Because guys don't cook steaks unless you're poor. Uh, next up here. Hey, Boy here. Just wanted to tell you thank you for that amazing uh, new segment test of patience on uh, today's show. When everyone knows the real test of patience is the quality of your fucking phone. Kind of hard to understand what he's saying, but he's making fun of yesterday's show. Today's show. Yeah. Um, the music was like amazing, but I couldn't hear any of the fucking again i swear to god this time it's true it wasn't my fault who the fuck is that on your on your damn fucking voicemail box thing what it's me <laughs> oh god <laughs> fucking more quality calls coming in here i think his voice i think the call uh, clears up in a second. Hold on. One call and layer that over there. And then, so people get really fucking confused. Hey, it's uh, it's me. Me, Paul. Uh, I forgot to mention my name. I'm, I'm the blind guy from yesterday. Uh, so, I, yeah, and then, uh, I'm also on the Discord. But today, I came to talk about how easy it is to make music. Now, I'm a blind person. And, you know, for example, so, I, you know, I use my computer, my iPhone, I use everything like everybody else. I have special tools and stuff like that that'll help me. But put it this way, I can make, uh, I'm not really much of a musician, but I can make pretty great sounding music without spending a cent. So me, Skelton, has no fucking excuse to be hitting the fucking demo button on the Casio keyboard. Shitty ass fucking Casio keyboard. <laughs> I ain't gonna wear no mask. No, no. I'm like, dude, what do you. Yeah, I mean, this, you know this motherfucker has, first of all, he can see perfectly fine. He has a computer. He can. You should record a record a piece, like an instrumental. I want to hear what you can produce. And uh, see if it, we'll see if it's better than Mead. Your phone yeah, sucks, too. What great. is with I mean, everyone's phone today? I mean, what the fuck is this guy doing? This, this guy obviously loves staying in the fucking, what, 1800s? Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah, he would I, like it you know, if we go back to the 1800s. Perfect for that. Yeah. And then again, he's too fat. People would look at him and be like, what? Yeah, the 1800s would be my favorite time. Up until around 1865. Yeah, everything's downhill from there. Let's do one more voicemail, please. I hope this sounds okay. Hey, Tim. It's oh. Steve Dallas. Oh, listen to that crystal clear voice. I had an experience. I just thought I should relate. Uh, it's all your fault. Uh, okay, so one day I was laying there in the bed. I was watching a little of the ex-hamster, and I was <laughs> watching this man just wailing away on his dick, and I was just a furiously mad. Well, oh, goodbye. Hello. What's up? <laughs> wait, wait. Did someone just walk in as you're 
leaving this voicemail about how you were masturbating. I think he got caught. Hold on, let me play this again. Watching this man just wailing away on his dick, and I was just a furiously mad. Well, oh, goodbye. Hello. What's up? Yeah, it sounds like he's like furiously fumbling trying to hang up the phone. Oh, please call back in and let me know what happened. I'm so curious. Price, what an odd batch of calls today. Uh, that is all the time we have on this edition of the program. Watch, guys, to email me, show at distortedview.com. Distortedview.com is our official website. Voicemail line for you at 206-666-4463. That's 206-666. Oh, God, is it? Oh, God. Instruct a female to provide sustenance. Cook. Spread the distortion. STD. Tell all your friends about the show. Don't forget to rate us and review us wherever you can criticize podcasts. Tomorrow's episode of DV is going to be Sideshow exclusive. If you want to hear it, you got to sign up. Otherwise, I'll be back one more time to end the week with the Friday program. Until then, have a great day. Bye, everybody. Wow. He's... Ah! Okay, I bit my tongue. Oh, this is going to be bad. Oh, that was a bad one. Ow! This has been another excellent podcast from the Scrod Media Group. Learn more at scrod.net.